going deep. Episode 17. Week 6. I'm staring at a man across a computer screen. In a faraway land. The wonders of technology, John. It's just a wonderful time to be alive. 2020, what a year, huh? Vintage. Zoom. What a concept. Anyway, we got a lot to discuss today. Uh, welcome back uh, to Niku, our guest today. What's up, guys? Um, good, what's up? Good to have you back, Andrew sir. and the doc here with me. Um, and we're ready to go over our week five in the Jinju Fantasy League. Um, first thing we have is trade turmoil, waiver whackness, which there has been some crazy moves in the league this week. Um, and I'll let the doc take the first one because he's, he's, this one's really stuck in his craw, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, it's with great regret, sorrow, and anger that I have to report a possible case of collusion in the 2020 Jinju Bowl League season for fantasy football. We all know what I'm talking about. If you follow the league, you know what happened. This, this ridiculous fab exchange between... Dale, Manning, and Begoa. Now, collusion is a... That's a loaded word in our league uh, for the listeners out there that don't know. Collusion became something of an almost taboo, unused word because of the implications it held. And I got to say, that there is no more of a denouncement stronger than collusion in this league. But I feel like it's needed in this case, John. Well, prior to this season, there was one member that was always linked... Steve, Steve Smith. You'd, Steve you'd Smith. Say Steve yeah. Smith. Was. It was the colluder. <laughs> the colluder. Um, yeah. Uh, this, a lot, some of these moves by Dale, Dale's team, Dale at Dallas. I'm not really sure. Chicken roasted dinner. I'm not really sure what they were this week. So let's just review real quick. He went for uh, Jarek McKinnon and Zach Moss in exchange for 70 fad bucks from Bagoa. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't know about trade either way. Trading Fab for players is fine with me, but I just don't see the the efficacy or the point in trading Fab for players, particularly like a little bit on the top of a trade is fine. What was Dale's aim? I don't get. Yeah, we all know what the aim yeah. was. He wanted Dalton. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't get him, which and, we'll get to later. And why was, did why? That was awesome. That was awesome. That whole thing, everything that happened. It was pretty funny, yeah. Um, The fact that he failed and yet he had way too much cash anyway is just embarrassing. So let's update the listeners as to what did happen. So we're going to keep, let's keep scrolling through. So that was the first trade. Second one was Mark Ingram um, and 25 fab bucks for Le'Veon Bell. When this trade happened, I was so against it. I thought it was like a really. Uh, it was just a bizarre and and a strange trade. As I, I think Andrew's struggling with a beer over in the corner. If you're wondering what that is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's uh... I've not seen Andrew suck that hard in at least 24 hours. <laughs> um, yeah, there was something there. Uh, I don't know where he learned it, but we'll keep going. Um, yeah, this this trade when it happened was definitely I could not understand it because Levy and Bell had just been cut. Yeah, I mean, well, we could just see that, you know, Dale was desperately trying to accumulate fab bucks. Yeah. Right? That's what it was. Okay, so the, well, he, yeah. You don't understand why Mike... Yeah, why Mike did it, really. Because we all knew that 
Bell would go to another team. I wasn't I wasn't so sure sure it, about that. It wasn't a sure thing. Yeah. But also Mark Mark Ingram, I, I like that guy. He plays for my my own team, the Ravens. He's not had a great yeah. year. Yeah, but none yeah. of none of the Ravens running backs have, and Jackson hasn't either. But also Mike is in a position where he needs to take a risk on like something big that could but happen. But that is See, just yeah. like but he keeps on taking these risks. And it's just, it sucks. No, th- no, but this season with, he hasn't. No, I'm with Nico on this. He's not, at, he should not be at the risk point. He needs to win now. Mark Ingram presents a better chance at winning now than Le'Veon Bell. He does. I mean, like, who knows we'll see. how long it'll take Bell to get a, a, a acclimated into this offense. We'll I, see. I, I've been saying that, yeah. But, but basically all you need to know, ladies and gentlemen, in listener land, is Dale was making moves to get as much Fab bucks as possible. Which is a, a bizarre tactic. Well, I get it, though, because he owns an Andy Dalton Cowboys jersey. He wanted him bad. Him and six other people. He, he's one of six. And, be, and he was too scared. After what happened with Heinz, after a whole $77 <laughs> story, like, he was like, oh, no, I can't be that guy again who bets 120 Fab. On Dalton, like he couldn't be that guy again, and then and he lost the house. He and had to just, be, and he had it's, to be it's that a guy. Hollywood movie. Yeah, and it's, John just it's got hilarious. John just got Heinz for a bargain price of one. Fab I got bucks. Heinz for one <laughs> fab dollar yeah. about thirty minutes ago. <laughs> um, um, yeah, like I, I, I mean, if you're that guy where you're overpaying, just keep overpaying, and also look at other teams' fab amounts. Yes, like Brian had eighty four dollars. You should have bet eighty five. You should have. Right. Bet, yeah, $85. Whoever had the highest fab total, just bet $1 more and you're going to get him. It's a guarantee then. But for some reason, he bet $10 less. Even though he had 120 bucks. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, we're kind of uh, yeah. ruining the surprise Let's so far. Keep, yeah, keep going there down. Was, there was actually one other trade that involved you, sir, Mr. John. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this trade. Andrew, uh, this te- well, yeah, what happened here? We have two good tight ends. Yeah. Sorry. John, why don't you tell us about what what Well, I I have two serviceable tight ends in Hawkinson and Jonu Smith, and I have been trying to move one or the other in the season. Um, Probably regret not trading Jonu Smith for A.J. Brown now, but I ended up trading Hawkinson and 25 bucks for D.J. Moore. Now, I'm assuming with the 20 bucks, you were basically memeing at this point. Um, Well, I did offer uh, Ian Moore... Uh, another player to go along with Hawkinson, but he preferred cash. I think he was the one memeing. That... He he wanted cash. Yeah, yeah. He wanted he wanted Claypool, mm-hmm. and he did put what forty bucks for Claypool, something around then. We'll Fair, get to yeah. that in a second. Fair enough. And happy with DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a very solid wide receiver two or three, um, in an offense that is surprisingly efficient, efficient, and like. High flying, and it They're showed last week yeah. that Robbie Anderson and DJ yeah. Moore can both score. They good can both. They can in, both in score. Week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week it, that was Atlanta, and and DJ Moore's touchdown was sixty yards on one yep. play. But but so are Rob, have Robbie Andersons have also been a couple long bombs. I no, think Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson has been like a lot of steady. And he's been consistent. Yeah, he's been consistent. Like, he's been like yeah. mid range. He's been consistently almost getting hundred yards a game. It's pretty amazing. Like he's killing but like no like long bombs. What was the thing? I did he he was coached by Matt Rule mm. by the coach right mm. in university. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, Who would have thought that old Terry Bridgewater? Did you see his, yeah. Did you see his catch? Did you see it was a one-handed catch? Oh yeah, it was awesome. I think that. Really, like, and yeah, 
He's, well. he's playing out of his he's mind. He's playing real good. But I do expect DJ DJ Moore is really talented. So I expect him DJ to like... DJ Moore has a crazy upside. Yeah, his upside like, is high. He has a very decent floor and a crazy upside. Also, so okay. for, to trade like DJ Hawkinson, who has like same, you know, worse um, upside, like it's totally worth it. With Robbie Anderson, we also, floor. we also yeah. look at what he produced With on the Jets. Jets. Yeah, and we look at what like a fire show they are at the Well, moment. that's what and I was gonna. Bring anyone up that there. leaves, they're gonna hopefully produce more. So is yeah. that what you're talking about with Mr. Bell? Is that what you're insinuating? Well, yeah, you'd, you'd hope that. And with the Chiefs, he's gonna produce more when he gets the touches. Yeah, but it just depends. On I the think touches. that anybody on the Jets, once they leave the Jets, automatically becomes better. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to what actually happened in this waiver wire uh, week. Because this was probably one of the biggest weeks that we've had on the waiver wire. Probably the biggest. This was the biggest, yeah. With all the uh, preceding, you know, uh, drama and adventure and uh, collusion. Um, Andy Dalton obviously was the number one because this is a super flex league, ladies and gentlemen. John, let's see what happened. Well, Andy Dalton went... Seven people bid on Andy Dalton. The lowest was 26. The highest was 84. Now, Dale Manning had $125. Almost $45 more than the next closest person. And he only decided to bid 79 And Brian snuck in there like a thief in the night with 84 bucks and got Dalton. Cool guy shorts, baby. Cool guy shorts. And apparently, according to rumors and, I don't know, hearsay, Dale did message Brian directly five minutes before the waiver and asked him, are you bidding on Dalton? And Brian said no. Oh, what an MVP move that yeah. was. That, I, I feel like that that hasn't been talked about enough. I think he definitely learned those uh, skills of shadowry from uh, Baby Bro Wilson. I think Baby yeah. Baby Bro Wilson yeah. seems like he's like coaching up Sorry. Senior Wilson. Yeah. Let me just let me just ask: Are we are we in grade school? Like, why? What does it matter? Like, he he did a fucking. Great thing. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Line. Yeah, like, I think it's great. It. He went. That's why he won. Yeah, yeah that's why he won. Yeah. But there, this was a know, very this. It's business. This was. I think it was great. I mean, like he needed a quarterback. Obviously, if somebody comes to you and says Are you bidding for that person, you lie, baby. You lie, or you, you don't have to tell him shit. Yeah. But the interesting thing about Dalton was there was a lot of people close. So a lot of people bid in the 70s. Right. Um, we had Martin ever, 78 $1 short. Yeah, a couple people were a couple bucks short. Um, and it, yeah, that's, it, it was, this was the biggest waiver pickup because of the upside Dalton uh, has. Next one, uh, Claypool. Yeah. yeah, Chase Claypool. Uh, sorry, before we continue, can we just quickly talk about Dalton? What, and, yeah, for sure. Happen? And, yeah. and do you think, obviously it's a high-flying offense with Prescott. Do you think Dalton will be able to slide in and think, give similar production? I think production? he's going to do well. Yeah? I think he's going to do well. I think he has like a crazy load of weapons. Yeah. Timmy Lamb is, is killing. Got up, uh, he showed off crazy catches. Yeah. Amari Cooper, we know Amari Cooper. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That tight end is doing well. Um, he has Ezekiel Elliott. Like, and he's killing it. He, I don't even know why every year when the draft comes, we're like, why isn't Ezekiel Elliott number one? Because he, he kills it. He kills it. He, he's getting consistent yards every game. Yeah, he's consistently great. John, what, you, you feel a little bit more negative about 
Dalton? Dalton? No, I just feel like he's capped. He's not. It's not like Dak is not capped. Dak was quarterback one. Of course, you're going to be going back. Dak is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. Sure. Everybody knows that. Well, what, um, what what's the biggest difference? Is it the rushing? I think the because um, arm wise and throwing, Dak I think they're pretty similar. Dak doesn't run that much as people think. Yeah, but he's more elusive. He's like a bigger body. I mean, I think, yeah, Dalton's going to be fine because I think of Dal- the weapons. Yeah, I think Dalton can make every throw that Prescott makes. I think he can in a certain situation. Yeah. When he has the, the time in the pocket. Time. And yeah. that's what he didn't have, really, when he was in Cincinnati for his entire career, yeah. pretty much. You know, that, that Dallas line probably isn't as good as it once was, well, but the, it's still better than Cincinnati. I yeah. don't know about that. Well, they... Yeah, they probably are better than Cincinnati then and now, but they lost both of their pro ball tackles. Mm. Their right and their left tackle are gone. Dak Prescott, I feel like, can make up for that, having played in the offense for years and years. This is going to be Zeke Elliott's time. If Zeke Elliott's going to be worth the money they gave him, this is going to be it. But uh, Patrick Peterson, the Cardinals cornerback, came out and said... We've got to make Dalton beat yep. us. Yeah. So we're just going to focus in on the run and make Dalton beat us with his arm. He I, can. I think that's dangerous I, because yeah. you've got C.D. Lamb. Yeah. You know, I, I think the uh, the receiving uh, game for Dallas is, is is great. If Dalton does get enough protection, if he can, yeah, if he can we'll get, see. And I think it's actually ball. like maybe a a bit of a bonus. To C.D. Lamb, who plays in the slot a lot. I'm not sure about... I don't know which receiver is going to... Th- I personally think Cooper is going to be the one he targets the most. Yeah. Just given... If we look back at his time with the Bengals, obviously he had A.J. Green for the whole time, and he targeted A.J. Green like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, at the time, they didn't have anyone else. Um, well, yeah, think, there was no one near yeah, the, the yeah. choice two and choice of, three. Yeah, ones. they did. They had uh, TJ, TJ Hushmanzato was pretty good back then. Like He was like a serviceable person similar with Michael Gallup. Um, they had Tyler Boyd towards the end of his tenure there. Like th- There were some weapons on the Bengals back then. Uh, they had some running backs. They had some... But people. they didn't have three solid Eifert. wide receivers. They had Eifert back then. Who, for at like his, two games. But at his prime, he was on yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, I think he had like one good season. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Dalton's going to be good. If uh, Dalton's like... He, he's not going to be as good as Dak, but he's going to be very serviceable for sure. And yeah. that's why he commanded so uh, much yeah. attention the, on the, the wire. The doc, can I ask why... You bid so much. Was that because you... Did you think you could win him? Uh, I I knew it was going to be tough, especially when I started to see Dale accumulate all this fab uh, mysteriously. And, and So are you doubting the quarterbacks on your team? Um, my third quarterback is Sam Darnold. Mm. And he's injured. And he's injured. And, and, who's, and who's your second quarterback? Mr. Kirk, Captain Kirk, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's hard. Not, he's not been playing well, but my team is not based on my quarterbacks. My team is based on a man called Alvin Kamara. Then I also got Tyreek Hill. I got Galladay. I also got uh, Scary Terry. You know, I think with those four players, I can beat m- most teams in the league. Um, another quick question. You just recently put up Scary Terry on the trade block. I did. So is that the change of quarterback? You're valuing him less? or? Well, Scary Terry had a great start to the year, the first four games. And then he had that down game last week. I'm not panicking from that one game, though. Obviously, the quarterback, we had three different quarterbacks in that game. Uh, it was raining also. 
You know, I'm not I'm not worried about one game from Scary Terry. That offensive line is horrendous. It's really bad. Um, they almost got Alex Smith killed again. Yeah, please don't play him. Yeah, like it's they, scary. They much. almost got him killed. Like the first time he dropped back to pass, he got sacked. As a doctor, I'm, my my medical evaluation is please do not let that man play. Uh, right after Aaron Donald sacked Alex Smith, he ran off the field and came onto the sideline and said, that fucker's got a strong leg. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty much gave Aaron Donald a, a piggyback ride. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think I think he's fine, but he looked so tentative. Alex Smith, great story, though. I mean, when you um, have a great surgeon like the Doc, that's what happens. Anything's maybe. possible. Um, yeah. Um, Let, so let's move next, on real yeah, quick. Moving on. Yeah. Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, he commanded 20... He would have... Um, cool Guy Shorts would have got him if he had not... Stolen Dalton uh, away from Dale. Uh, so he ended up with uh, Lote, uh, which is Ian, for 23 bucks. A um, couple other bids on him, but nothing crazy. What do you guys think about Chase? He's a big bodied wide think receiver. He's a beast, though. But, you know, you can't expect that he's going to be. He's the next top guy now. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. good, but, you know. I, I see that more as Big Ben being able to support anybody. Yeah. Than Chase Claypool being so good because the first two weeks of the season, Deontay Johnson was awesome. You know what I mean? Well, Claypool did make a couple of like amazing yeah. plays, but I mean it happens every year. You get yeah. this rookie or this one breakout guy that have this has this crazy game. Yeah. Everyone goes for him, and then you don't really hear much from him He's, again. That's his best game of his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> Probably four touchdowns. Fantasy yeah. wise, fan, maybe not like. In real football, but yeah, fa- fantasy-wise, that's the best game of his whole career, yeah. for sure. Uh, Big Bang can support three wide receivers, four wide receivers, though. Um, okay, next up was uh, Jimmy Graham was picked up by Dale Dallas. Yeah, bizarre that he spent so much on a broken-down old scrub like Graham, uh, but, you know. Tight end five. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins was taken by old Nick here, St. Nick. Yeah, six Nico. Bucks. Well, he's right here. We can ask him for his explanation. Nico, what are you liking about the Miami defense, sir? I think that, you know, going against the Jets, the Jets are terrible. They're, they're using Flacco at QB this week, which is just, you know, Answer enough, uh, and then you know losing Bell, Gore, Gore man, Gore's Gore is so long. he's got to get he's out. He's running, he's taking. Yeah, he gets and, his three yards um, a clip. I saw Crowder might might be questionable for the game, so that's literally like their only good player. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they're gonna. Oh, and do- the Dolphins destroy the 49ers. Yeah, uh, they get like a reasonable amount of sacks. Game. Um, and they so, got. Yeah, I, can, I see these double. Are you going? From... Are you going to play them over the Ravens, D, or the Ravens on a bye? Raven... I, I think no, no, no. The Ravens are playing against the Eagles, uh, and I just think that Carson Wentz can do something. Like yeah. he can do more than the than Jets. Or... Than Flacco can for the I, I don't see how you can not play the Ravens, D. The way that they've been playing this whole season. Well, I mean, Patrick Queen, ladies and gentlemen. I got smacked. No, 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 no. The, 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 the Bengals O-line was the reason why that happened. That 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 Bengals game happened. Yeah. How's that Philly O-line doing? How's that Philly O-line but doing? But I, I would support Niku on this as well because the Steelers, we would say, is a great defense. And the Eagles put 30 points on them. 
So, like, I, I take, obviously, the Jets offense, go against the Jets offense rather than going against the Eagles, who have two playmates. They have Wentz and Sanders. Yeah. See what they, and, you know, if Sanders can bust off a long run again, then suddenly you're losing points. Like, I, I think playing against the Jets is much safer. All right, so let's get into this draft review then, Nico. You ready, sir? Let's, uh, let's just yeah. remind the listeners that you were actually drafting from the first position. In a uh, half-point yeah. PPR Superflex no. League. Numero uno. And uh, let's just take your first four players and then discuss <clears throat> them, Nico. You had uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. number two. CMC. Deshaun Watson, number three. And Melvin Gordon, the third, as number four. Obviously, CMC, I don't think many people would question that. Uh, we don't really need to talk about it. Well, honestly. you guys did that. You guys did that. You guys did that. You went like... Barkley, Nico, how couldn't you go Barkley? Barkley. Well, I mean, we we I, we did think yeah. that you CMC without the injury though. Yeah, I mean, if Barkley stayed healthy, it would have been an interesting year with Dale and I's bet for most uh, fantasy points. Unfortunately, I'm fifty bucks down, um, but we can just forget about that. Hopefully, Dale also forgets about it, <laughs> even though he made a website to remember all his bets this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, McCaffrey's out for maybe a week or two more. Not going to play this week. Um, and uh, sorry, I, I just need to say this. I feel like not a lot, uh, not a lot of people in this group, well, in our little ginger bowl, uh, is noticing this. But Mike Davis has been killing it. He's been killing it. He has been a top five running back. He has top five. And and yeah, you... he scored nineteen points. 19 points and 26 points in the three games that he started. Does that worry you, though? It does. Because in a couple weeks, you're going to have... But I also do think that that, uh, CMC is the messiah at the Panthers. So there is no way that they'll not use it. Right, but maybe they'll lighten his load. They should. Yeah. They should. They should maybe take one rush off of every... Three rushes he takes. Yeah, that's... I think they should use it more like Kamara. I think we might have a Latavius that's Murray. That's a 33% drop. I don't want them to like start throwing to Mike Davis. Like, that's, that's going to be a problem. That, that'll be a big problem. I think that what you... Know, you... CMC has its value because he catches 10 catches again. Yeah, I think what you're going to see is when CMC comes back, it's not going to be back to 25 touches. It's going to be back to like 15 and slowly build up. It should never have been at 25. I think, you know what? I think give him 50. Why? Why not 20? He runs. He runs like a beast. Like, he, he's getting the yardage. I, I just think... Give him 20 rushes, and he's going to give you 100 yards. He does run amazingly well, but I just think with a guy that size, I'd just be a little bit worried about the injuries. And, and they've he, invested so much money in him now. Yeah, He is the franchise. Like, you want to protect him. He's great, but you don't want to run him into the ground. And before, they didn't know uh, what okay. they had as a backup. Now Sorry. they know Davis can fill in well as a backup. Yep. Uh, next but, pick. but think about it this way, though. Like, you're saying, oh, he's the franchise guy. Give him 15 rushes. When Gurley did that for the Rams, we said, oh, there's something wrong with him because he's getting 15 rushes. I, I don't you're mean... You're the franchise guy. You're doing all of it. You're I getting 20 rushes at least. And you're getting the catches. I don't mean like that. I think they're going to start him off with 15 and ease him back up to 25. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think they're going to... I just don't think he's going to come back and suddenly he's the 
you know, getting that 25, sometimes 30 touches a game. I think he's going to be that 15 to 18 and then work his way back up as he gets more fit. You know, he has to get fit. Whoa, wait. Are you saying he's going to get touches as in catches and rushes? Yeah, yeah. total no touches. Way. Yeah. No yeah. way. 15 to Dude, 20? He'll definitely, definitely get more than 20. You think definitely. in his from the, from the get go. From his first, yeah. week ba- his first week back. And then obviously you had um, you had to wait a while. And your first pick was DeAndre Hopkins, which I think was criminally low. I think he should have went over a couple people because of the way he, I think he's played. That was for, for sorry that I'm interrupting you. Go there. yeah, go for it. Um that was like I couldn't believe it. It was weird when I got there. I I really when I saw it was an option I couldn't yeah. Yeah. But it's also just because we love running backs in this league. So it's super cool. Yeah. It's well, super cool. Well, I think that I've had the first season I played um there's been a bit more. I had uh, AJ Green and Julio Jones. So I've always been like, I've loved wide receivers. I love having just the best. Uh, at least one really good one. You know, last season it was Tyreek Gill, Michael Thomas again. So I try to do, you know, having CMC first, just at least having one. You know, I'm not going to go for two. Just have one really good one. Diop, oh man. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I know we all were a bit nervous, you know, playing for the Cardinals. Uh, I was, but now, uh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. the only risk catch against the Jets. He's what good. A, what a, he's, he's, he has that dog, man. He has that just. He's just. He's he's, he's amazing. He's a baller. He's, he's he's just different. The only receiver I see him like obviously being ahead of is Chris Godwin, like Hill, Adams, Jones, Thomas, and Hopkins. They're in that like top five. Yeah, they, they could go anywhere. Yeah, I would. I, Nothing against the Doc's pick of Hill because he's gonna do fine too. But I would go Hopkins because he catches more passes. Yeah, that's the, PPR. the that's the only reason. But I like Hill. I love Hill. Hill I, has I, probably I more touchdowns. I, I, if I were you, I would have taken Hill because Hill is just yeah. anything in Chiefs' offense is just great. Well, he's gonna probably uh, get. Uh, he'll get more touchdowns yeah. maybe, um, but I I like the catches. But yeah, I would have picked Hopkins over Godwin for sure. Yeah. Your next pick was Deshaun Watson. No longer on your team, however. Good for you, sir. What yeah, did you trade him nice for, to, if you like, can remind? I, I thought it was cool having him. Um, but then, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, having Devontae Adams with Hopkins, like that's exactly what I've been doing. Yeah. Double amazing wide receivers and... I've I've always also wanted Devonta Adams. This is like you know a kid on on the Christmas morning having <laughs> Hopkins and Devonta Adams. That's mental. Yeah. That's mental stuff. It is. Like I I love it. So, I love it. I so love you're it. happy with that Why trade? That trade with the commission, I believe it was Deshaun Watson and Jerry Judy. Yeah, uh, no no no. Uh, T Y Hilton. T Y Hilton for Devonta Adams and Matt Stafford. Pretty nasty on your on your part, sir. Let me ask you just one question about Deshaun Watson. Do you think he's gonna see a better season come his way now that Bill O'Brien yes. is out of the picture? Did he act like a crazy? Well, also the first three fixtures of the season was tough. It was it was really tough. Like it was against the Chiefs, it was against the Steelers, and it was against the Ravens. So, and he did fine. Like he didn't like you know he did he actually did fine on fantasy. He didn't do that well. 
Like, he did okay. Yeah, in fact, he, okay. he got 19, 20 but points. He did <laughs> like, and then, okay, the Vikings, he struggled a bit. But you see what he did now. Okay, well, it's not like the best defense he played against this week. But he he has the potential. Like, he's, he's, he's learning his wide receivers, like, routes and, like, how they like to play. And, uh, and and you can see it, you know. It, this week, Cooks did really well. He did really well. Well, uh, he 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 seemed way better. Uh, and then with Wolfula, like Randall Cobb is doing fine. Like it's a good, like he'll do fine. I well, the so. the I commissioner, the commissioner will be happy with him. Um, next up, your next pick, unfortunately, was cited for a DWI. Last um, night, DUI. What's a DWI? I think driving under the influence. Yeah, DUI. Driving, driving while intoxicated. Oh, so really? I guess he sorry. wasn't drinking. Driving under the influence. Sorry, yeah. He, I guess he wasn't wasted, but he was a little drunk, or he was a little high. But, uh, <laughs> so he was at practice. Yeah, he practiced. Um, and then they decided that. Well, they probably just gonna have the league. the league is gonna put in a suspension. Yeah. That's a red uh, flag. Probably. Well, it's then, it's but, worrisome. But at yeah. the same time, at the same time, like you know, he uh, it pro- it might even be next season the punishment. Well, might, it's it's worrisome because the team season. is bad. Like the Broncos are bad, you know what? and so like when players start to do, this is like when you see that crack. You know that those cr- small little cracks forming in the team. The Falcons as well. Falcons get you know their own five coaches fired, first positive COVID test. Like these things are all connected. That's it. And so the Broncos were on a bye because of a COVID-related yeah uh, suspension. And he's out and then on. he's out at one thirty in the morning driving around drunk. Yeah, like it's yeah. No, it's no, not... no, no, it wasn't the Broncos with the with the corona no, issues. No, it was the Patriots. I know, I know, I know. They were just waiting for their fixture. No, I know, but still, um, they should be isolating. They should be staying inside. Why is he out at one thirty in the morning? They should be isolating. Stop, stop breaking my players' back. You know, he <laughs> wants to have a good life. He wants to be chilling. That, that's like, that's why we're here, Niku. That's well, why. That's why you're on the why podcast. Are a, why are you such a loser? Okay. Well, we're... Let my guy do his thing. He's 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 scoring. He scored twenty six points last game. All right. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. Not according to the law. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, next, like you know, your next pick was Juju, um, which I don't. I mean, like I like Juju. And I like that he has a, a very dependable floor. I don't know if he's going to... I just saw... I, 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 I already knew... Well, knew is the wrong word. I, I really felt that Roethlisberger would go back to being his old self. Yeah, I, I had a feeling about good. that too. He has a really good arm. I'm, that is... Oh man, I wish I picked up... Uh, uh, I wish I um, picked up Ben... Um, where I picked up T.Y. Hilton because I, 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 through all the fantasy pros mock drafts, I always felt I could take Ben quite late. He I went very, he went very early in our draft compared I to never, other drafts. I never thought I was gonna take Deshaun Watson. I, I never thought that was gonna, you know, present itself. So, you know, taking Deshaun, I was like, oh, I can't take another quarterback early. Then you know you stuck, you have problems. You know, so. Um, 
Yeah, but Juju, I have faith in Juju, and I and I see his upside. You know, I'm thinking of that. You know, two seasons ago, he was amazing, and I and I thought, you know, with having Ben back, I think Juju can can show similar upside. He'll definitely um, have his weeks for sure. Um, now, t- I think he's gonna have his weeks, and I think that against the Cleveland Browns this week, I think he's gonna do really well. Okay, I think he's gonna do really well because. Also, Ben um, praised Juju for the way that he reacted with with Claypool scoring four touchdowns and just like his whole temperament and just I mean like just everything he's been doing yep. in training camp, the way that he's been with the new rookies and stuff. Like I think I think Juju is gonna blow up. And he lo- and he loves pizza and Fortnite. Juju. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't like Fortnite at all. And then your next pick was T. Y. Hilton. Like T. Y. Hilton, who you traded. T. Y. Hilton is oh, is on the verge of droppable at this moment, though. Um, he's just. I don't think. Okay, it's a bit on T. Y. Hilton, but also Philip Rivers. Yeah. He's, is, yeah. Like, he sucks. But even he's, he's even done. even last year, T. Y. Hilton was not the same player. It's just that. When you don't have a good quarterback throwing to you, it could be a bit harder. What I think. record are the Colts at the moment? Three and two. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's necessarily two Rivers. It's what Frank Reich, and he's a great coach. He knows how to get the best out of his team. He knows Rivers throwing the ball all over the place isn't going to help the team a lot. Right. But they've he's going to have to do that eventually. Though. But they've got a good, well-coached defense. And they can slowly move the ball down the field and get points on offense, kind of when they need. Yeah, they gotta run that ball, baby. Yeah, they just don't. He, yeah, there's no Andrew Luck big plays down the field. Coming. Yeah, that stuff's that is yeah. time. Like that's why I think Ty Hilton is benchable at this point. Your next pick, let's just gloss over Darren Waller. Good pick. He's yeah. been great this year. In the seventh round, that was yeah. In the tasty. seventh is, I mean, at, getting him. I'd rather have him than Ertz. Maybe Andrews as well. Um, well definitely but Andrews, Andrews I think, is just being picked in the fourth. Or Waller in the seventh. Give me Waller in the seventh all day. Easy. Now, your next pick. Waller, is, yeah. the, just the targets. Like, he's getting crazy targets. He's already on uh, 45 targets. Yeah, he's going to have a... Uh, I, he'll go to about 120 targets this year. PPR machine. He's an animal. Like, yeah. We all know. We've all watched Hard Knocks. He's, he's, he's just like... He's six foot six. He's... He played wide receiver. Yeah. And uh, he's just a monster. Your next pick, we could skip. Jordan Howard, not great, obviously. Um, But then you pick Joe Burrow. Now, this is interesting because questions are going to be asked about Joe Burrow going forward. No. I think he's been doing really fine. He's not getting interceptions. Um, He's he's been doing really fine. It's that offensive line that is a problem, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's tough lineman on the Ravens team. It's a tough team to play. It was his first, like, really big game. You know, give him a break. It was a tough game. Uh, Do you, he did you... play shit, though, but it was, like, it was, it was a, I think he was a bit cocky, having scored 300 yards. Are you comfortable with him? Like, are you comfortable with yeah. him as your, as your QB2 going forward? Yes. No, no, you're not. <laughs> now, I mean, just no, I, to, just to. I, I like him. I like him. I just have you seen? Did you see what AJ Green did? Nothing. In that Ravens game. Like he's he seemed so disinterested. He so, asked for a trade. Like on that one interception. He asked for uh, a trade. 
No, man. On the sideline, he asked for a trade. It's bad lip reading, man. It's lip reading. Google that shit. Well, just to to clarify, last week, one interception, one fumble lost, two overall fumbles. Uh, The only thing that worries me about Burrow is, yeah, up until last week, he was very dependable. But I am worried about rookies when it comes to about game eight or nine. Because that's usually when, like you know, the the, the college season starts to end, and they you still got to play eight more games, and uh, defenses start to learn about you a little bit. I think Burrow, yeah, his rushing is is good for fantasy, but yeah, he's gonna have some real bad weeks, like real bad. Let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. What happened was I called up Burrow. Okay? <laughs> I called him up and said, "Listen, yeah, man, I've got the Ravens defense." Just give me some, you know, the Ravens defense can boost it up. He said, okay. I'll, three I'll, three I'll points. Three points. I'll give you one week. It would seem realistic because it's against the Ravens. It so doesn't get easier, the though. Ravens defense get, the Ravens defense got 39 points okay. because of, of Burrow. Yeah, against me. Ass. Yeah, so, so it did. It did it, that's the reason. It I'm balanced out. Yeah, it did balance out. But Burrow sacrificed his life <laughs> for... He is getting teed off on though. That also worries me. He, they're just teeing off on him. Like they're knocking him where, like they're knocking him around. Uh, and it does yeah, not. That, that it it doesn't get easier with the Colts, the Browns, and the Titans coming up. Uh, three good teams coming up. Good defenses. Yeah. Uh, especially the Colts and the Browns. Uh, next pick, Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry Judy could be like you know a once in a while wide receiver three play if you needed. But that whole Denver Drew team. Locke. Drew Locke is back. Yeah. Drew Locke is back. And is he definitely back this week? Possibly. Drew Locke has been back and Gordon Sutton being out. That's the Judy can show. No, yeah. I, I, I actually slightly disagree with you here, sir. I think Colton Sutton would have made Jerry Judy's rookie year a lot easier. Yeah. But now he is basically the number no, one wide receiver. But now Jerry Judy is third in the deep end, and he can show that he has the skill. Yep. And he does have the skill. He, he is a he's one of a kind route runner. Like he's really good. And we saw how he masked that chase. I do so think kind of got, it, it, it did bounce off of his helmet, but that was still a great catch. He has the confidence now showing, you know, he can do something I like real like. Yeah. So he'll he'll try to like build on that. I like, think yeah, with Sutton it would be much easier for sure. Now, your next two picks are not really playing right now. Sony, Michelle, and Trubisky, so we'll just gloss over. I don't even have them anymore. Yeah, they're not, they're, neither one of them plays. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens in the 13th. Uh, they've been playing well. That's a great defense. Uh, my man Patrick Queen, ladies and gentlemen, the has dog, been killing dog, it. Thank you very much to the Doc. He did, he did convince me. I was like, uh, Doc, do you think Pat's D, Ravens D? He said, Ravens D, I said, okay, and then, you know. Yeah, I mean, with those two corners that you've got there, all pro corners, and then you've also got uh, Patrick Queen, who's just been killing it. I mean, we don't, I mean, we, we, uh, well, Peters. You know, I don't don't love Peters, though. Like, he's a cocky guy. He's not, he's not that good. He's hot and cold. He's hot and cold. Sometimes he can get a pick six. Sometimes he can lead to a wide open touchdown. But you take it, you know, any kind of interception or potential Pick six, you'll take it. The only defense that was drafted, there was only um, the only defense that was drafted that is currently in the 
Uh, well, two defenses are in the top five that were drafted. Number one is the Ravens. Number two, the Colts. The other three were not drafted. So wow. that, that kind of shows you that, you know, if you hit on a defense, it's great. But if you don't... Who are the other three in the top five, John? Three Tampa Bay Bucks. Four Los Angeles Rams. Five Cleveland Browns. Yeah, but you're also forgetting that the Steelers were on a bye. And if they didn't have a bye, they would probably be top five. They should be, like, getting back to normal now. They are six, though. Yeah, once they get yeah, their extra once game. They get up. So they, they, they'll be like two. But like I don't... Steelers defense has been really well. Chicago Bears got back Mac, so they're gonna they're definitely going to do way better. Chicago Bears currently 13th, though. Yeah, um, but, but Mac just got came back, and he killed it this game. Uh, now let's move to your next pick. Now, do you regret dropping this player? Because I would have if I had him. Um, guess who I dropped him for? Who? It was... Um, Robinson. Okay, then you made out much. Yeah, you made out much better. Um, but yeah, Justin Jefferson, which would have been a good uh, pick, but yeah, you you got somebody better in the end. And then your last pick was Dallas Goddard. And he did well. First game, twenty points. Then got an injury next game. Yeah, maybe he'll be back, but who knows? It's shit. But Overall, yeah, you had yeah. Well, I'm not gonna use him anymore because Darren Waller is getting his. Uh, I'm just keeping it. It's just nice having, but, you know, someone on IR. It's, it's, it's just a bit extra. Yep. Overall, good draft, and you turn your draft picks into some, what I think is better players. Obviously, getting rid of T.Y. Hilton was big. Yeah, I think, Nico, you've had some of the best trades of the year. So, uh, congratulations on that, sir. And Thanks, a good draft. Good draft, and you made some great trades. That's why you're a strong contender for this year's title. Are you filled with rage and hatred of today's political climate? Tired of how people are treating you at home or in the workplace? Then come on down and join Michael Thomas's Fight Club beneath the Ninth Ward of New Orleans in the ruins of Hurricane Katrina. Fight Club, where you'd settle your disputes like a man. Last week's matchups included Sean Payton, Scissor-kicking Michael Thomas to the face and knocking him out for two weeks. Tom Brady against a large stopwatch. Le'Veon Bell versus Adam Gase. And I do believe that ended in a stalemate. Colin Kaepernick versus the New Orleans Police Department, represented by Nicolas Cage. This is the place to be if you're filled with hatred and bile. And even last week, we had... A visit from our dear leader, President Trump, presiding over the fights. And Tyreek's school for the boys came. And Tyreek Hill beat every last one of them students senseless. And even now, we have Tyreek Hill's son here. What do you have to say about this fight club, Tyreek Hill's son? Well, the school's been really good to us. And I thank you for all your kind donations. But... We wanted to really kick it to Tyreek because he's been treating us bad. Well, it seems like that didn't work out, did it now? As all 18 of them were battered, bruised, bloodied, and left in the ring for the cleanup crew. Michael Thomas's Fat Club. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Come on down to New Orleans. Ward 9, was it, John? Is that correct? The Ninth Ward... I believe it's under the Ninth Ward. 
All right, but fair enough. Come they, on down. They did ask me to speak it in that voice. I'm not sure why. I think Macho Man Randy Savage might own a piece of it, but I don't know. Dude, that was great. Honestly, I enjoyed your voice. And how cool would it be if you spoke in a fake voice the whole time on this podcast? Well, it's something to think about. Uh, and now we're going to go over the uh, the matchups from last week. There were a couple close games. Um, so starting with... Yeah, well, there was a real nail-biter between me and Martin, if I may start with that, because that really just got me real excited last Monday night during the uh, the Saints-Chargers game. Let me just bring it up. Sound guy, Keith, where you at? That was also a defining game in mine and Niku's matchup. Good point, Andrew. I really love it when you're here for all your analysis. Um, so let me just tell you what happened between uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Obviously, Tom Brady had his uh, senior moment on Thursday Night Football, but Drew Brees, oh my God, what happened? Emmanuel Sanders scores a touchdown, obviously playing in my flex position, and it gets called back on replay, and then Drew Brees, of all people, sneaks in with the rushing touchdown. It's, it gets called back rightfully. Not from my team's perspective, no. It's definitely not right for my team, uh, Andrew. No way. Well, what, what perspective is that? The Doc's perspective. Well, if you look at the perspective of the pylon... Then it wasn't, it wasn't a, touchdown. a touchdown. All right, Andrew. Great analysis once again. <laughs> but your game played out as the predictions showed. They almost were on 100%. Wow, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It is kind of bizarre how close we were to the predictions, huh? Um, Kamara against David Montgomery. This was obviously Kamara's worst game of the year so far. And I say that, you know, with, with almost 16 points. But it, he didn't get a touchdown. receptions. Eight receptions. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he's the new CMC, right? Um, and but then, they've been using Latavius Murray a lot. They have. But they they have been for the past couple of years. I'm not worried about Latavius Murray. Yep. Uh, this was a, a bit of a gut punch for Martin, uh, this loss probably. This might be a season-defining loss for Martin, I think. It was a bit of a gut punch, I think. Um, unfortunately, I mean, he, yeah, that's, that's a hard loss. Cooper getting three points is hard. Yeah, that was rough. He he should have got way more from Amari Cooper there, but he did get a lot from Jamison Crowder. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I was surprised at how badly McLaurin and Hill did for me. But well, I also think it was at the end, it was kind of garbage, not garbage time because it was still a competitive game in the NFL, um, but Sanders got a lot of targets on that final drive. He did. Um, and I think that kind of just pushed you over the edge. Sanders saved my bacon for yeah. sure. Um, but he's a great player. I, I'm yeah. glad that him and Drew Brees are kind of getting the connection before Thomas. Drafted by? Originally? Yeah. The Jets. No. Redskins? Oh. No. Uh, a team known for drafting very good wide receivers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Yeah. The, the big play for me, I've got to say, is, is my man Todd Gurley. Uh, 23 points for the Falcons. 120 rush yards and 14 carries and a touchdown. And then, surprisingly enough, four receptions. That's his biggest game of the year? By our country mile. Right, yeah. Uh, but Todd Gurley... Oh, Nico. Well, I mean, yeah, 23 points is a great game for any running back, honestly. So I'm not going to take umbrage with that, sir. But Todd Gurley, definitely not done. Right, John? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still not a believer. I'm still not. Like, this is against a really bad rush defense in Carolina. He doesn't look like he ha- He doesn't have spark or anything. Doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the speed that. at all. He doesn't have the spark... He is going to get touchdowns if they get close. Like, if they get close, he's big. He's huge. 
He's still like six. He's what six two, two hundred forty pounds. But you look at what Peterson can still do. But Peterson. I think shows a bit more burst even. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're watching there, know. sir. I, I think that they're kind of similar where they've lost. They both lost their step. Well, but they have vision one of them is power. eleven years younger. Than I, the I, other, know, I know, which I know, is I know. scary. Though. But yeah, yeah, I know, I know. If yeah. you're, if we're comparing those two, but one had. I know, obviously, Peterson had the crazy knee injury and then recovered and had the like record-setting year. Gurley has like a chronic knee injury that you can't just get over with with yeah. one surgery. I mean, he looks fine. I I think, yeah, he just it's not like the same player, but he's getting touchdowns. Yeah, and I think you're right. He's not as fast, but he's still powerful. He's still strong. He has great balance. He's big. You see a lot of the time where he does go outside and he thinks, oh, I'm gonna you know get the edge here. I'm faster, but he's not. Can't get it. But he still just. Takes his tackler yeah. on and stays up and goes for another four or five yards. Yeah, he looks fine. I don't know. I don't know why they don't use him more. Obviously, it would be better for the Falcons if they used him more. Hundred percent. But like, I actually, as a Matt Ryan owner, wish they used him more because that takes off a lot of pressure from the passing game. And I like, hope that's what happens with this coaching change. Honestly, we'll see. Ryan yeah. Hill. We'll I know see. You, you just dropped him. I dropped him because of the COVID. Um, but yeah, like Brian Hill's pretty good. Uh, Gurley is good. He's going to score touchdowns. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. He could also be a trade candidate, Gurley. I, I, I put Gurley. him on the block this week. No, I mean in real football. Oh, I don't think so. People, because his contract is not guaranteed, is just one year. It is just one so year. So they're saying that if they're going to tear it down, Gurley might be somebody they just kind of try picks, to get maybe? like a six-round pick to like a team that's like the Patriots, let's say. I don't know. I, I I like Todd Gurley this year. I think I think he's got sneaky value. Let's but let's yeah. move on. Next um, game. Um, yeah, we had Shibby. That's, yeah, uh, Shibby. Steve. This I, game was gross, kinda. Yeah. This is a gross game. Uh, <laughs> Rutro. I mean, there's not much to say. He has the quarterback one. He scored 83 points, and 25 ne- of those were nearly from a third of them were from Russell Wilson. So I, I'm not really sure what. What he can do to right that ship, but uh, a big loss for Shibby this week was Dak Prescott. Yeah, obviously that gross injury that everyone knows about, everyone saw. That's a big hit for his team because, like you said earlier, four thirty-five, forty points a week is gone. He's been the cornerstone him. for Shibby's team. Yeah, that's. I think Shibby's wide receivers are really bad. Yeah, I they're agree. they're really bad. His running backs are very good. So he's got James Conner, but he can only play three of them, right? So like, but also none of his running backs have had like big breakout games. They've all been like solid kind of. Apart from Elliot, they've all had solid like 10, 15 points. You can get Elliot with twenty three is that's big. No, apart yeah. from Elliot. I mean like Elliot. We know Elliot. Elliot's yeah. gonna do well. The, but like, I think Taylor it's, hasn't done that well this year. He's been like solid, solid twelve solid. Yeah. to fifteen. Yeah. But the the hard thing for him is gonna be, who do you start in the other two slots? Yeah, because he can only start. He, he can only start two of the other ones. Yeah. And when we were looking at the draft board, I did actually notice his notice Shibby's board. He, he waited until, I think, the seventh round to draft a receiver. Yeah, yeah these ones are not great. And, well, and, and when you have to start two wide receivers every week, yeah. you, you got to pick a receiver. And when your wide receiver draft. one is Chark and has had a lot of issues with injuries this year. I think this is a down year for Chark. Chark. Yeah. I don't like he's hurt. LaVisca Chenault has... Like, yeah. really been carrying And Fuller is fine. Like, I drafted Fuller. He's fine, but 
he's also going to disappear in spots. Yeah. He's going to disappear when the team is He's going to have a couple of games of three points and When they're playing points. somebody like the Patriots or somebody like the Steelers, Will Fuller will disappear. And now with Cooks back on the yeah. scene that had a big game last week. So I think Shibby's got to start, maybe hit the panic button a bit. Um, but yeah, Mike, I'm not sure how he writes his ship. He and needs, it's tough. Yeah. So the next game was uh, a beatdown by... Fornetication uh, doesn't have Fournette, though, which is a bit of a bizarre name. But our, gu- our guest last week, Ian. Ian and uh, Brian. Yeah. And Reigning champion. Reigning champion getting getting slapped. Senor Wilson. Senor Wilson got slapped this week. Yeah. And I, I think Ian has proved his team to be probably one of the leading contenders, along with Nico, along with Andrew. They're up there in that top three position, I think, yeah. for me. And uh, yeah, I've seen his team get over 150 a couple times, and it's scary. Yeah, his team, like, and when it doesn't go over 150, it's because he messed up. Because he put the wrong people in. And even if it's not 150, it's 130, 120. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like still his team's gonna good. be a lot of teams. His team's good. Yeah. So let's um, break this down real quick. Uh, we had Mahomes having a pretty good game against the Raiders in fantasy terms, 30 points. But then against Jared Goff, Jared Goff's been decent this year. He yeah. has, yeah. I mean, the Rams have been decent. I Much mean, he, better than he last shouldn't year. have been bad last year. I'm not sure what it was. I'm not sure what happened with the Rams last year. It was the I offensive line. And I think it is also... I do think the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Yeah, because the offensive line hasn't changed. Nobody's changed on there. It is bizarre. I'll yeah. give you that. It's the sure. Super Bowl. When you it's lose the, hangover, the yeah. Super Bowl, and I made a bet with somebody, and whoever you are, you better come forward because I was too drunk to remember. <laughs> but I made a bet that the Rams last year would not make the playoffs for like 50 bucks, and they didn't. And I don't know who it was because I was too drunk. And look at the Niners anyway, this year. Yeah, the Super Bowl hangover is real. There is something yeah. like a 45% chance that the team that lost the Super Bowl does not make it back to the playoffs. Confirmed, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, let, let, let's take a look at the other matchups here. We got, uh, who's that, D. Johnson? Oh, of course. David Johnson, uh, John Kelly, not a great game. A lot of carries, not a lot of yards. Josh, Josh Kelly. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson, okay. Kareem Hunt, great. Ronald Jones had a good game. There seems um, to be a little bit of a, a problem here for, for, for old boy Wilson's uh, running backs here. Well, he has Aaron Jones, yeah. but Jones is on Jones, oh, Jones yeah, yeah. so And uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I think he's got who a... Could, who could come good. I think uh, what you're going to see from Senior Wilson is Chase Edmonds getting a lot more starts. I mean, Kenyon Drake is, is trash. Yeah. Like, he's not a good running back. Yeah. Dale's running backs are in serious pressure situation yeah. right now. Especially yeah. with Bell coming to yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, Kenyon Drake got a touchdown last week, but that was, like, when they were just running the clock out. They yeah. were It wasn't in the game-time real situation. Edmonds is getting those touches. Right. In the real game situations. And looks better and with those faster, touches. And he's faster. He's, like, a tough little runner. Yeah. I like him. Uh, let's move on to wide receivers. We got Ridley v. Allen Robinson. That's a great matchup. Uh, Ridley had... An average game for him by his standards I mean, this that's year. That's pretty good. Seventy though. points, yeah. good, but no touchdown. And usually, but if you we dig deeper, one hundred thirty-six yards yeah. is that's, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. That's great, but obviously Julio Jones wasn't in there. He was the wide receiver one for that team. Yeah, so yeah. he can be a wide receiver one. He can. Um, he is yeah. pretty much right now. He, he is. is. Yeah. And he, I think, in a way, he is surpassing Julio in some aspects for sure. We'll see. Uh, Robbie Anderson is obviously a great pickup for Ian. Yeah, 112. You know, he's, hey, he's been the surprise of the year, I think, on the wide receiver front. 
Yeah, that was somebody who I just... Old Stevie Lamb. Who I, well, Robbie Anderson, people left for dead. Um, Robbie Anderson, I didn't expect him to be this mm. good, but I didn't even know that Rule was his coach, so apparently there is that connection there, right? Right. Hayden Hurst off the roster against Kittle. Robert Woods, a good game with a touchdown. Kittle with a quiet game. Obviously, that 49ers team had that nightmare week against the Dolphins. Garoppolo game bench. For his own safety, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I, air quotes. I don't think he should have been playing anyway. He didn't look so good. So, in the past two weeks, uh, the San Francisco quarterbacks, because I had Nick Mullins yeah. last week, got three points. Garoppolo got, I think, one point, one and a half points this week. Yeah, I mean, he, he got, what, two picks and you know, maybe even a fumble Grim. or something. It was, Grim yeah. on the 49ers offense at the moment. Uh, Brown and DJ Moore about step for step. The big one here, ladies and gentlemen, Herbert. is Justin Herbert. Herbert was a good pickup. Uh, it was worth the 40 bucks. Nobody, worth more than 40 bucks. Yeah, nobody saw this. He's obviously worth 100 if Dalton's going for 84. And then just the beatdown really happened to the defense. That's where the yeah. big swing happened. The one thing, I, if you don't mind me quickly talking about, so the Chargers are 1-4 and four at the moment. Yeah. And the way that they've played, they are not a one and four team. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. And this has been the uh, the Chargers' curse for a couple of years now. Is the close games that they always lose. Thirteen by. games by less than a score. But maybe they are a one and four team then, because they don't know how to close out. Well, with the with the Chiefs game, I think they they beat the Chiefs. It was just uh, Butker nailed all those fifty yard plus kicks, like yeah. four yeah. in a row, whatever it was. But uh, you do have against to close... the Sa- against the Saints. The kicker hit the post. Yeah. Okay, you do have to close it out though, and by close it out, it might just mean getting two first downs yeah. and punting. And I think against the Bengals in Week One, their kicker missed as well. Like they the got final. a lucky win in Field Week goal. One though. Yeah. That was a Bengals. That the, that wasn't really a push off by yeah. AJ Green. Um, okay, but they're a good team. They're a good team. Yeah, they're they're good, but they got to close out games, yeah, or else yeah, they're yeah. gonna be that forever. This game is another game that was a bit. Ugh. We I have mean, have a bit of a name change here. Uh, so the the most well, this is a shocking name change, folks. Somehow, maybe during this broadcast, Commissioner has changed his names from the Jinju Doksa, which for those unfamiliar with Korean means a poisonous state snake, to the Jinju Mindalpengi. A Dalpengi or a Mindalpengi is a slug. A slug. And the, that tells you all you need to know about One of the lowest forms of creation. Yeah. From snakes to slugs. Literally, all you have to do is just a little bit of salt and he's done. Um, and his team has looked like, you know, a sprinkle of salt would dust him away. He just got waxed. I mean, mm. he has no running backs. And this is the problem with why you don't just draft wide receivers. And then also quarterback heavy also. That, that's Qu- what happened. He went, yeah, he went. QB heavy, I think, is okay. I'm still with like a QB yeah. heavy is fine, but no running, not one running back I- until like the ninth, eighth or ninth round. There's that's one a problem. team selection that really jumps out to me here, and it's Gio Bernard. We all know Mixon is a three down back. Sometimes Bernard comes in for like a I, two minute, a two minute drill. Yeah. I could see his thinking in this game though. What? His thinking was that the Ravens were going to be beating them by so much that, that they're going to drop Mixon. Mixon got loads of garbage time yards. Yeah. They kept him in. But uh, I think uh, they yeah. kept him in because Burrow was getting worked. But when your star team running backs yes. are to Ernest Johnson and Gio Bernard... Yeah, you're in trouble. That's Well, no, you just can't win. Yeah. You, you can't, can't win. You cannot win a matchup with those two running backs. Yeah. 
you, impossible. And if you scroll down to his wide receivers, you can't really win with them either. I mean, he traded Devontae Adams. He, I mean, Metcalf. Metcalf, Metcalf yeah. yeah. But Boyd is a flex wide receiver. and Well, we'll see with AJ. Because AJ Green might be. No, I think Boyd is the number one now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Boyd is the number one. I'm, yeah. I, I could say that. Yeah, but he's not a but wide he's receiver. Not like, one. But he's a yeah, he's a flex wide receiver. Yeah, he's not your wide. Uh, he shouldn't be your wide receiver. I mean, Bagoa had a player not even play. Yeah, John still won. John Brown did not play the game, yeah. and he beat him by about fifteen. Yeah. Um, for for Bagoa, yeah, Slayton with a massive game. Ingram scored a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, unfortunately, he left the game early. He got hurt yeah. quick. Um, but, yeah, a big game from also Bagoa's, from Kyler Murray for Bagoa. Um, yeah, this was – it wasn't a great game. It mm. was a low-scoring game. And, uh, yeah, the commish needs a running back. The players that the commish invested in, so Kelsey, he's the tight end one. Lamar Jackson, he hasn't done amazing this year, but he's done all right. DK Metcalf, he's done all right. But the running backs – you can't, but that gets to the point where you cannot yeah. win without one stuff. Like, you need one running yeah. back, like, even just one. Yeah. Just like wide one. receivers, you can kind of pick up off the yes. waiver wire and they'll come good. You need at least one wide, you need uh, one running back. Yeah, stud running back yeah. who you know is that team's yeah. like main running back. If you do not have that, you can't win in this league. In my opinion, in a fantasy draft situation you just gotta pick a running back in at least the first or the second round yeah if, if you, you don't you're risking so much yeah, yeah. You, you i i think especially in our league you cannot win if you don't pick a running back in the first two rounds you can't win and then look at this defensive battle here ladies and gentlemen the 49ers <laughs> defense zero points for bigoa and then the washington football team six points what an epic battle. To be fair, the fact that they had 43 points allowed and didn't Only get into zero, the minus yeah, is pretty that's, shocking. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, but yeah, that football team, I think that he's... Uh, I think the, the commish needs to drop the Washington football team. I, I think pride and the fact that he spent 30-something bucks on them will not let him do that, though. Oh, this is uh, this was rough for me. Let, me. let me just... I'll take the lead on this one, John, yeah. because I don't want you to break down on, on, on air. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, one of the closest matchups of the year was between John Hawk, your, your favorite co-host apart from me, and then uh, Chicken Dinner himself, the, uh, the waiver wire pirate, <laughs> Dale Manning, and we had a, an extremely close matchup. 125 points, point seven for Dale, 125 points, point one six for your man, John Hawk. Just a tragedy. Pretty much one interception from either Ryan or Wentz that they didn't throw, and I would have won. But and that's a good point. Let me well, let me start it. off with that. That's what it was. How are you feeling about your quarterbacks? Well, if if you've been following along, I put Matt Ryan on the trade block. Uh, even though I do think he's gonna have big weeks, they got nobody else. Number one, okay, they're gonna use him the whole season. Their backup is Matt Schaub. They don't have a young backup. They have nobody to go to. This is Matt Ryan's going to still play the whole season, and he's still going to have games where he gets 25 points. Sure. For sure. For sure. Um, just if we're looking at the long term outlook. Matt Schaub had one great season with the uh, Texans. Yeah, how many years ago was that? About eight or nine? Um, and Wentz has actually been getting better. Yeah. Um, he has been getting much better each week, and that Eagles team is getting better. But just to confirm, I think you took Matt Ryan over Wentz, right, in the draft? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I, I would trade Matt Ryan if 
yeah, somebody wanted to. Anyone the out value, there in listening land want to get a little uh, Matt Ryan action? If the maybe? value was right, yeah. Because I also had Derek Carr on the bench scoring 26 or 25 points. Fair enough. So, um, Let's talk about Dale's quarterbacks then. He had Baker Mayfield with that game against the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. 16 points, a little injured now. Uh, yeah, he took a he is injured. Yeah, he is injured. So don't look for him to be having big weeks in the near future. Uh, my running backs swamped his, which well, is pretty, you know, which is nice always. Yeah, I was just going to say our friend Terry Bridgewater. Terry Bridgewater with a good game. He had 20 points. Yeah, he's just had a great season so yeah, far. Yes, yeah. Um, Not many mistakes. Little but small we said passes. that before the season started that he is somebody you could pick as a as a – quarterback too well when you go on an acid binge with my friend michael wilson yep you're you're good to go yeah um besides that i really lost it i, I lost it because of matt ryan pretty much i think this week um all the other matchups were fairly even and my wide receivers were uh a bit ho-hum yeah i mean you, you got made up for it with the running backs you so. gotta love your running backs sanders and jacobs all going for 21 22 points yeah they're very similar style running backs as well in my opinion that where they'll they are the three down back they'll catch three to five passes two to two to five passes but they'll get enough carries and they'll get the goal line work that's I think the most important thing with dale's running backs alarm bells have got to be ringing now well drake and edwards hilaire Elair is um, Elair has been in all of the red zone carries that they've gotten. He's gotten seven, I believe. I could be wrong about this, and he has failed on all of them from the one. Wow. He is not a red zone back. He's like five foot he's, five. Yeah, he's, he's five tiny. five. He's yeah. tiny. And Drake is this this eighteen carries for sixty yards is is rubbish. Yeah, that's. Three yards a clip, and that's he got most of that just killing the clock. Um, but yeah, but Dale's wide receivers have improved a little bit. Yeah, gain AJ Brown is, is good. a yeah. big, it's a, big a boost. Move. Yeah, yeah, a boost. And Stephon Diggs has been killing it this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, he's had a good year. Uh, 16 targets is just massive. Yeah, huge. Um, but yeah, Battle of the Tight Ends was, you know, pretty close. But yeah, just Matt Ryan pretty much, I think, was the big sort of lo- losing point yeah. for me all right and the last matchup is uh between our guest niku or nick some people Brad call him um yeah. and the peeping tomlinson's which is andrew yeah and let, let, well andrew let, let you can do this one sir break it yeah. down for us brother uh well it's a matchup of the top two of the league uh did they play like the top two yeah. though yeah, that sounds well. That sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really and cool. And yeah. we're still top two, top yeah. two after the matchup. Um, the one thing I will preface this with is that I was without my two starting quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, and obviously without Chubb. Uh, that's an injury, so that, oh. does, that that doesn't matter. That does, yeah, that injuries happen. Um, but. I had to start Kyle Allen as my starting quarterback. Wow. Well, um, he did better than Joe Burrow, so I don't yep, know why you're... In, in half a game. Yeah. yeah. He came off in the second quarter. Um, yeah, it, that's true. When I woke up on Monday morning, it looked like Niku was a runaway winner. Um, however, on Monday morning in the late kickoff, uh, Adam Thielen had a big game. And then CeeDee Lamb also had a big game. Um, and so it kind of 
it, it put me even with Niku. But Niku, where he killed it, his Mike Davis. Well, right. Let me let you do your team. I'll do my team. All right. Dylan did well. I'll tell you why I beat you. Okay, well, I know exactly why you beat me because the Ravens got thirty-nine points. Yeah, no, that's a that's a key point though. Yeah, Hopkins killed it though. Davis killed it though. Uh, Scotty Miller got zero. Okay, and uh, just know if Devonta Adams was there, you know, or my Stafford was there, then it would have been a bigger score. No, 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 even more. Your defense got 24 points more than my defense. That's ridiculous. And his defense did well. And my my defense did well. Um, 39 points might be the top scoring defensive week of this year. Definitely. Of the year. Yeah, oh, oh, it is. Last year, I think it was 50-something. But that was like an absurd Patriots game. There was no games closer to that. 39 might be the top uh, game. And it might for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it is. But, uh, yeah, he just, it was, uh, uh, for two unbeaten people, or two top people, some uh, pedestrian scores, I'd say. That's true, but I think we already talked about why that is. Yeah. Chubb and two quarterbacks out. He doesn't have Devontae and CMC. And they're not just teams. These teams are dangerous. They're not just two quarterbacks. They're two of the top quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, these uh, the the quarterbacks they started definitely did hinder them. Uh, sure. Kyle Allen and um, well, I had no Joe other Burrow. quarterback. Yeah, Joe Burrow did not have a good yeah. week. All right, so let's end the episode real quick with a little uh, league standings review. Nico, who's in first, bro? Yeah, Red Rum's in first, man. Red Rum is in first. By how much? Number one. By the slightest of the slightest. I, I mean, but, it's less than one point. Zero point two points. Zero point two points. You know, it doesn't matter. I took, I beat an unbeaten team. It's always nice beating the unbeaten teams. You know, it means so much more. Yeah. Uh, and then taking his crown and then taking my crown back, it's good. It's good being number one. Yeah. I agree. You ain't first, you last. I, it won't last for long, Nick. <laughs> now in third place. We talked about him a little bit already. Ian. It's Ian's team with the highest scoring points of the league, 683 points. John, you're, you're not... You're not. He, he's probably going to come in first overall, like at the, by the end of the season. For the whole standings? Yeah. Including the playoffs? Well, I mean, by the end of the regular season. I get it. I'm not saying he's going to win because I think I'm going to win. But um, I like when you're scoring this many points, it's, it's really... It's okay. crazy. Let me just quickly look at uh, Ian and the Doc. So it's basically a 10 points difference in points scored, but a 70 point difference in points against. Yeah, but I mean... So, the thing. I mean, that's... But the, that says something. The thing about... But they have the same record, so it, it's not... It, it's, they have the same record. But that's a... That is I know, but, a but why, why are you saying that like he's going to be because top of the league? Because Ian's bench has been go, goes off every week. So, like... It, as long as, like, do the law of averages, he should have the most points scored. Okay, but also, if you put seven, 677 points against onto Ian's team, would he be 3-2? and two? I think the other, uh, if you put 670 points onto I- whose team? Ian's, Ian's team. I think Ian and I have had yeah. the most consistent yeah. results of the year so far. My minimum score is two, 120-something points. Me too. I think it's the same with him. Um, we've had some good consistent results. Really close in the points uh, for, but you're right. The points against is a big issue. 
Ladies I, and gentlemen. I just think if you dig in the bench, the bench of Ian's team is superior to every other team's. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not even close. Yeah. His bench, some of his guys will, are scoring 15 points a week. Mm. And when you have that, just base, this is a game of averages. You're going to have the highest score. And if you have the highest score, you're going to come in first. Especially it, now that the bye weeks are setting yeah. in. Yeah. Could it be last to first? For phonetication this year. If it is, that would be an amazing turnaround. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I said it would be, so I, I guess I'll stick with that. But also, I think Ian might make a mistake near by the end of the year and put yeah. somebody in, and then, yeah, somebody else will sneak into first. And I think, also, he, he's, he's got rid of a couple of his bench players. Yeah. So, Traded DJ yeah, more to me. Yeah. I think him getting Herbert was a big deal. In it's my down. opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. Definitely. Without much of a uh, resistance as well. Which I was surprised about. Nobody really... Do you well, think Herbert's going to get four touchdowns and 300 yards every week? No, but I think like, for yeah. a waiver wire pickup, he's he's awesome. And he yeah. only went for four... And there was no resistance, really. And the reason was that we all thought that maybe Tyra Taylor would come back. Yeah. It wasn't until after the waivers process we realized this guy's out. Herbert's in for weeks. I don't, and, and I don't think Herbert will be a league winner. I mean, right now he's looking like he has. The I love Herbert. Of it. As a Chargers fan, we all know it. <laughs> he has. He has the makings of a league winner now, right now. Um, more yeah. so than Dalton, and he was half the price in our league. Uh, yeah, and then we have so we have the Doc in fourth. Let me just say a little thing about the Doc in fourth, ladies and gentlemen. Perseverance, constitution, being able to take a hit when you're down, being the league's. Worst opening schedule, and yet coming out with an, a winning record at three and two. That's when you know that you have you can have faith in your team, ladies and gentlemen. The Doc in fourth place, despite having the most points scored against him, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to make the playoffs this year. Oh, you're not giving me that, are you, Nico? No well, way. There are uh, nine back. games left, so we're not even halfway. Not yet. even halfway. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see about the playoffs thing. Uh, then the next two teams is Kaka and Chicken Dinner. Um, you think you're going to make the playoffs, John? Um, yeah. I mean, every team should think they're going to make the playoffs, of course. Sure. Mm, do you um, think Kamish thinks that? I think the Kamish has probably got a knife to his wrist and he's thinking about <laughs> and ending it all at this point because this is two or three real bad seasons yeah. in a row. Since he became commissioner, commissioner yeah. he's become... Yeah. By far, one of the worst fantasy players of all time. Um, yeah, and then we have... Of uh, all time. Of all time. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'd say of all time. Yeah. I mean, Rutrow's beating them. Yeah. And we can all universally say Rutrow's roster is horrible. <laughs> Let's do the battle for six real quick. We got we got Chicken Dinner Dale. We got uh, Steve Smith Shibby there. And we got uh, the reigning champion. Mr. Uh, Senior Wilson there. That's the 6th, 7th, 8th spot, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, Dale is in the 6th spot just by the skin of his teeth at 624. But the, the real thing that I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, 542 points against for Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah He's gotten some really bullshit yeah. games, in my opinion. That's 130 points less than me. Yeah. yeah well, in five I games. Mean, if That's an extra game. An, yeah. A good extra game. If you're, if you're looking at the top five people, it's 70 or more points less than those five people. And the top five have all kind of played each other, I think. Almost. 
Yeah. Well, coming at this week, maybe. Yeah. Not so much, actually. I no, really, actually, we haven't played each other at all. <laughs> I really do believe... I've played three out of the top... I've played three out of the top five. You play, I've only played... I've played Niku, yeah, I've played, played Ian, I've played yeah. Keith. Not, you mean the duck? Sorry, the duck, yeah. I have not played any... So that makes my position even more impressive. I've not Same. played any... I've played the duck, I've played Andrew, beat both... Uh, and then now I'm gonna beat Kukon. All right, well that does it for this episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm. A, this is the week, Niku, where you realize you're not first place material. Yeah, you need to bat him. Honestly, <laughs> you're not first place material. Maybe you got a couple of high flyers and a couple of my boys is sitting out, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And ladies and gentlemen, you you will also find out what happens when you tune in next week to go in deep with Doc and the Hawk. Nico, thank you so much for joining us. You got anything to say? To those people yeah. out there in listener land. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Yeah, great, great to be here. Awesome stuff. Thanks for coming on the the old Zoom app, Andrew. What's up? Uh, well, I was just gonna ask uh, Niku if he could uh, commit to a donation to the Tyreek Hill School for Boys. Can we count on you for that, Niku? Um, I'll I I can give about a thousand dollars. Excellent. Wow. We love to hear that. We love to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that $1,000, and that $1,000, ladies and gentlemen, that $1,000 will be spent to train these boys in martial arts as they enter the Michael Thomas Fight Club underneath the Ninth Ward of New Orleans. Now, that's a real education, ladies and gentlemen. John Hawk, thank you for hosting. Andrew, good to see you again. Ladies Pleasure. and gentlemen, John Hawk. Keep on going deep, folks. Thank you.